You are listening to Fivefold, a faith anthology. I'm your host, Terry Chapman. Hello. Hi, we'd like to welcome John Hathaway here today, also known as Elder Hathaway. Elder Hathaway, that's me. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Okay, so um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I mean, you guys know me, but I guess we're, we're talking for the listeners right now. Yeah. Um, I grew up in Washington State, but about three years ago I moved to Idaho. Okay. And if you've ever had a potato, then you don't have to go to Idaho. There's just, <laughs> there's just potatoes and people there. But it's a good place. My dad's, my dad's a statistics teacher at BYU-Idaho. Homeschooled. You still religious? Am I still religious? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I I was homeschooled. Don't know why I felt like I should bring that up, but my mom felt like she she wanted me and my siblings to be closer to each other than to the kids at school. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, I would say I have a pretty good relationship with my my siblings. Yeah. Especially the two sisters that are right below me. Mm-hmm. I'm the oldest of seven kids. Okay. So how yeah. old are you? I am 19 years old. 19 years old. How long have you been on your mission? Almost six months. Okay. Six months. Still a little newbie. <laughs> Still a little newbie. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so, so far on your mission, what's been the biggest learning experience that you've had? The biggest learning experience. That's a tough one because really the whole mission is a learning experience. And so it's hard to pinpoint where one experience on your mission ends and another one starts. biggest learning experience has been when I when I got we call it transferred to my second area the second place I would serve because you start to realize that you know you're not you're not really on a mission to make friends because you start to think that in the first place that you serve you're you're um, you're gonna be there forever you start to I started to think that at least and so when I got moved up here to Springfield you know, you kind of have to start over and build relationships with people again. And so you learn really quick um, skills that help you build relationships and skills that help you connect with people. But it's difficult. Yeah. Okay, where was your first area? Down in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Fayetteville, Arkansas. How was that? It was good. It was. Both of my areas have been on college campuses, which is abnormal for a missionary in our church. But it's what I've... I've had. Were you in a YSA down there too, or no? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, that's exciting. So, let's go over the differences between a YSA and a family ward. A YSA and a family ward. Yeah. YSA stands for Young Single Adult. So there's the difference. <laughs> all, all the people in in the YSA ward are young and they're single, but they're also adults. And the other wards, that we call them family wards, are have families or old folk. <laughs> old folk? Yeah. Families and old folk. Alright. Because you know there's widows and widowers yeah. that don't necessarily have families, but they're not young single adults. They're not young single adults, exactly. Okay. So why don't you tell us a little bit about um, you growing up in the church? About me growing up in the church. Um, like I said, I was I was homeschooled until I was homeschooled until eighth grade. So the only 
culture I experienced was in my family and then at church. And so it was the biggest place for me to make friends as a kid up until I was about 15 or 14. And so most of my friends were members of our church. And so it was kind of how I grew up there. And then coming into high school, you know, our, all of the, most of the members of our church take seminary in high school. Mm-hmm. It's a religious seminary where we study the scriptures and, and learn about God and, and our religious teachings. And so I did that in high school and I was active in the church. And I, did you go to public high school or were you still homeschooled? Yeah, I went to public high school. Okay. And and so eighth grade on, I went to public school. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about your testimony? My testimony. Um, is there anything specific you'd like to know? Or just would you just like me to explain how it's grown? Yeah. Um, like most people that grow up in a religion, you all... I believe every person has to come come to know what they believe on their own rather than just trusting the traditions they've grown up with or the culture they've grown up with. And I can't pinpoint an exact experience I had that confirmed my belief in, in God and ultimately in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, although there have been experiences that have been powerful and, and life-changing for me. It was really just a gradual thing that I came to know as I participated in the church. Um, and it, it's interesting because I, I feel like there's this balance between you know, a, a desire to do things and then actually doing things. And sometimes the desire comes first and sometimes the actual actually doing things comes first. And in my life, I think actually doing things came first. And so growing up, I, I did all these things. I read my scriptures. I prayed. I didn't always have the strongest desire, but I can say now that I have a very, very firm desire to, to learn about God and to study the scriptures um, and to gain knowledge about both God and and my religion. And, and that's come because I've been religious. Okay. Did that ever falter at all? Did you ever have like a moment or a period of time in your life where your testimony wasn't as strong or maybe you thought about leaving the church and pursuing, you know, other things? I've never thought about leaving the church. Um, and I don't, I don't remember a time where I was uncertain about my testimony. I have a couple things I could share about that, though. I've, I've had times in my life where my testimony wasn't on the forefront of my mind like it is right now. Especially as a missionary, it's, it's kind of always what you're thinking about. And I've had times in my life where other parts of my life were more important when they shouldn't have been. Like, all the social stuff that happens in high school was too important to me and, and often took precedence over, over my belief about God. Um, and then there's one experience I could share. There's, I remember, you know, this is kind of a unique experience that I don't claim everyone in my church has but when I was 16 or 17 I remember I don't remember what it was but I had some concern and some doubt about something about my church and something about God Mm -hmm. and it was just on my mind for a week or two it wasn't really shaking me or causing me to lose faith but it was just on my mind and I couldn't get over it and I remember one night I, I just prayed and I said God I don't I don't want 
this doubt to grow because it's it's taking too much of my mind and so I want you to help me I want you to help me eliminate this doubt from my mind and I said that prayer every night for maybe a week and a month later I remember looking back and I was like I remember this experience but I can't remember what that doubt was and maybe that was just because I became forgetful but I truly believe that God has God's hand is, is evident in our lives if, and all we have to do sometimes is just pray and so that that weird experience for me just showed me that God is willing to, to help us understand him and like I said, I think that's a unique experience, but it was a powerful one for me. Okay, was there ever, um, I guess when you were getting prepared to go on your mission, uh, what did you do to prepare yourself um, for life as a full-time missionary? Because that's a big commitment. You know, it's two years of your life spent, um, you know, solely on missionary work. Um, how do you prepare for that? Um, going from a normal life of um, you know, being able to do what you want when you want, um, you know, within reason, mm -hmm. to you know, committing full time. You wake up at six thirty a.m. every morning and you go to sleep at ten thirty. How do you prepare just for that huge lifestyle change? You're right. It is a big. It is a big lifestyle change, and so I think the best way to prepare is to make it as as little of a change as possible when that day comes. So to do as many things as you can. I mean, before my mission, you know, there's there's I wasn't. I wasn't a missionary, I wasn't living the schedule exactly what it was, but I, I woke up at 6.30 for a month beforehand. Um, my mom encouraged me, and, and so my mom encouraged me to study with her every day. So I would sit down with my mom and read from um, the manual we're given as missionaries to help us and read from the scriptures with her. I wasn't always as happy to do that with her as she was with me, I will admit, but that helped me quite a bit and helped me learn how to study with someone else because you do that a lot as a missionary um, I made sure I made sure to also study the scriptures on my own every day you don't you know you, you can't really know exactly how to prepare because you don't exactly it's really hard to understand exactly how that shift is going to be in, in schedule and his lifestyle but I did what I could and I did what I knew I should was it scary to leave home and to leave your family behind uh, knowing that you wouldn't be able to physically see him in person for two years? No, I don't think it was scary. <laughs> no? <laughs> okay. Just exciting. So, yeah, because I'm assuming it had a lot to do with the faith that you had as well, yeah. to know that they would be okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's great. Um, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to add um, for anyone who's listening? Any final thoughts for anyone who's listening? I wish I knew who was listening so I could base my remarks on, on who they are, but <laughs> we'll have to... You'll be listening. Well, oh, you're right. So I'll talk to myself in the future, maybe. Yeah. Um, I would just say that don't, don't ever stop trying to learn who you are and who God is, because if I, that's probably the biggest lesson I've learned in the last six months is that if you continually strive to try and learn new truths about God and then in turn learn new truths about yourself, that that's the best way to find fulfillment in life. Dang, that was deep. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for coming on. No uh, we appreciate you sitting down with us. I appreciate and, you guys. Uh, thank you. Even you, Terry. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>